2: There comes a time in the growth of every media platform, be it a podcast, TV show, radio show, where hard questions need to be asked. Have we gone too far? Have what we thought was funny actually not become funny at all? Is it offensive? That's a question we have to ask ourselves sometimes, and uh, it appears that we may have offended some people the last couple of weeks. For that, we're extremely sorry, but to give you an example, um... Nigel, the newest member of our little family here, the Footy Garage slash Footy Prime, Nigel Nigelson, has rubbed people the wrong way. No pun intended. Literally. (laughs) Um, We've got a one out of five star review.
0: Our first. Our first. Oh, no, our second. Our first review or fast one out of five? Our our second one out of five. (laughs) Our second one out of five. What was the first one? The first one was a Brit who said these are a bunch of leftists. Oh, that's Thomas, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. comics, basically. Commies, yeah. socialist.
2: Yeah, yeah. So, one out of five. Um, used to look forward to the pod every week. Has gone downhill since the edition of Nigel. <laughs> not funny at all. I've been fast-forwarding through his intros, but not with that character has become more prominent. The show has become unlistenable. Maybe I'm missing something, but I don't think so. We appreciate... The concern, we appreciate your opinion. But thank you for addressing it, and we apologize if you're offended by Nigel. Stick with us. You know, people come, people go. And and to make up for um, the the clearly offensive material of the past few weeks and and Nigel's presence in the show, we are actually here today welcoming a very special young man to the show. We've been teasing this for a while. As we grow from Footy Prime into the Footy Garage, and we welcome new faces, new voices to the show, Brendan Dunlop, here in person, his official debut, not his debut, but his official debut, punters, welcome, welcome to Footy Prime slash the Footy Garage.
3: Is that supposed to be the crowd, Deech, or is that just white noise celebrating me? Or trying to tell me that my voice is white noise? a seizure, actually. I just want to I just want to thank you all for welcoming me and welcoming me into the fold and uh I truly want to thank your HR department. I know that this was a move just to lower the average age of the squad. Yeah. Um but I'm happy to contribute in every way possible and clearly yeah. that was the that was the way in for me. To bring the average age it's of the no team. No surprise down. you got gloves on. I did it on purpose actually. I don't particularly need them but mm-hmm. I would wear a snoot as well with short sleeves you know, but you waiting for make- Deech to tell like you get you can't wear gloves at footy prime. Clothes. Oh, these these are wearing long sleeves though with the gloves not these, the short sleeves. And the these are the worst He's gloves. You would a hate bad these the Christmas most. sweater on. These are no this is Icelandic. This is, don't I look proper Scandinavian with this sweater on? Like I said. <laughs> <laughs> you would hate these gloves because these are player gloves like running gloves but they're also smart gloves so that I could use my phone. So what player needs smart gloves? Well, I mean, I can use my phone with the gloves on, right? That's the advantage. But these are supposed to be for the pitch. They've got grippies to throw the ball, and they're smart so that I can use my phone. If that's not the most hateable gloves ever, these I don't know what is. I would have been a fan of gloves. I was never a fan of gloves, like people wearing them as well. So before snoods, though, when you boys oh, trained, as well. what did you wear without before snoods? Just
4: t-shirts,
2: Danny. Okay. Did you ever wear them sleeves? He's short t-shirt. T-shirt. Were you a
4: short sleeve guy all the time? Uh, what like? winter yeah even in the winter
2: you know when the season is some guys
4: were always short sleeve right yeah no, in the winter, no like what. when i was younger i would wear crazy long-sleeved. ones long-sleeved shirt. Yeah. that stopped, stopped long at 22
3: why did it stop some player
2: took the piss know, out, I out of you
4: like it just, it's just the comfort of it as well i didn't like that um,
2: you'd have to roll it well, well think about they were it when you're long enough for yeah, you yeah they were never long when enough. you're trying to elbow someone in the head right it's harder with long sleeves than short sleeves.
3: I was just going to say it, yeah. Long sleeves, obviously, it's too much cushion for his Yeah, you know, <laughs> his you're, mi- you're
2: mixing it up in the box.
1: Nothing the pan- to do you know with what? my... More importantly,
3: Charms, is the color of the jersey. Because if you've got, a say, a white or a prominent color and you're, you've got a long sleeve and you're elbowing somebody in the face...
2: Right, that's one thing in evidence. Right, it's oh, easier see to you. see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hence why a goalkeeper wears... A different color than the outfield. When did goalkeepers stop wearing green? Just stop green. wearing green? Yeah, because they wore green, like just green, for the longest time. Yeah, because yeah. I don't think it's actually it never stipulated. I don't think in the rules what
3: color it just had to be different. But, but that
2: was traditional, wasn't it? Green was the traditional. Yeah,
3: it was the Mexican the Mexican goalkeeper that made it fashionable for goalkeepers campos. to
2: campos to to dress eccentric flamboyantly. Okay, I think flamboyant is a better word than eccentric. Yeah, Don't you For someone wearing colourful clothes? Orge was, yeah. He was, was he flamboyant or eccentric? Or was both. Nigel.
3: Flamboyant. <laughs> he was flamboyant.
2: He was both. You can be. I guess if you are flamboyant, you're probably eccentric too. Flamboyantly eccentric. Don't yeah. you
4: remember, like, even in Not the Premier League as well, Craig, when the referees stopped wearing black? Yes. They started wearing, like, green, yellow... All kinds of colors, even pink, they wore for a while.
3: Was that just a sponsorship thing, though? I don't know what it was, was a it? brand just, deal. They just tried to. Because I think a bit that about Italy. Italy always, whether it's Diodora or Legia, they yeah. seem to change the color based on that sponsor, and I think it's to make it look more fashionable. Yeah, I don't But to me, it looks odd. Think the I, don't, I know that the Italian the referees are sponsored. That's pretty obvious, but I don't know what the Premier League is actually. But maybe they are. Bet you friend. know, what I've never thought about <laughs> what it's happens when you have a <laughs> <laughs> when you have a team. Can you a imagine p- a gambling company? Bet
2: three six five. Yeah, emblazoned across a Graham pole shirt.
3: Yeah, that's right. With live betting, <laughs> like a going oh, they around. They did have him sponsors on. for a while.
2: <laughs> a, digi- <laughs> exactly. a digital
3: sign going around the referee. Oh, give it time; it's going to yeah, happen. It isn't will it? happen. So there are a few Premier League teams, though, with a black kit. Not as many as in other countries, but Villa have a black away kit. United, mm-hmm. the United have a black strip. The Referees wear a light blue top. Then
4: they have multicolors now. Like,
2: but they still predominantly still... wear black in the Premier League. Oh, they have or yellow. yellow, yellow, yeah, wear yellow, yellow. At least World Cups they wear yellow. Yeah. Do they in the Prem? Probably we games. We watch games every all the single time. week, and I can't I can't think sure of referee it. right now. That's in the Prem. They wear yellow. Yeah, sure. that's right. Good referees. There you go. Even Michael Oliver. Don't know what he was wearing yeah. last week. The problem is when they go to VAR. That's when all the problems start. What's the VAR referee? They're wearing bloody shorts and, and, and boots in the in the booth, right? These twats. You see this? The v, the VAR Shots. referees. They work, they're no they're, wearing and, and no they're you, they wearing shorts and they're they they wearing the kits. Maybe not boots, but they're wearing the kits. Full kit wankers. Full kit wankers in the in the VAR booth.
3: <laughs> well, they not kit wankers. They don't want to totally take the piss out of working from home or work, you know working remotely. No, they got to fit the fit the bill, dress for the job. No, you want? I'd
4: love to see one of them guys doing the bar like with sat his like granddad chair with a fag. The light, the A titty by inside. Like that, that means right? cigarette, by the way. Yeah, so cigarette. No, that was definitely offside. I've done the measure <laughs> done the measurements. Alright, love, yep, stick the kettle on. Uh, done the lines. It was just offside by backside. They should
3: have you do it live from your host each. would <laughs> up. Mic'd up, yeah. Talking
4: about referees, one of my favorite stories from when I was really kind of just breaking into the first thing. My missus, I've told you about my She's clueless with football. She, she doesn't like football. She thought I was the world's best player for a number of she years. She calls
2: you while you're playing. Yeah.
3: My dad thinks you're the world's world. best player as well. There you
4: go. So he's probably as clueless as my missus about football. But when she came to one of my first games at QPR, after the game, I don't even know what the result was. We got back home and like we're going back home in the car. I said, Did you enjoy the game? She said, Yeah. But like the team you were playing against, I understood. But who were the team in green? So, I thought I for a little bit. I was going, team in green. Who think you talking, talking about? It. Yeah, like there was a there was a team obviously in green, uh, and they would one end they would have like two guys sometimes, and then at the other end they would have one guy. Referee proof. Or she's talking about the goalkeeping crew and I can even remember it. she was totally baffled by the either official crew or the goal I couldn't even get it out myself. It's
3: probably the first time she actually noticed. Yes, but she who wasn't even guys? watching the two teams. She was right. more interested Cause in cause yeah, yeah, and then the they never crew. get a touch. Yeah. Same as but, Danny. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> <That's> why, <yeah. laughs> why didn't you join that team? <laughs> Maybe she noticed it was the linesmen that were paying as close attention to you as she was, so that therefore she noticed them.
2: W- which team was that with? That was when I was with QPR. Who were right, pretty so, so in fairness, like QPR launched the ball you know, out of bounds all the time. Right, the linesmen probably got more action than you did anyway.
4: Maybe that's a strange comment though, and I hammer for it now. That's a good point though. About no, about
1: that.
2: your other halves, right? Like Craig, when you played, right? Sophie, did she like? She watched some football. Did she yeah. think you were the greatest goalkeeper in the world? Or would she be honest with you? She wouldn't say anything. Nothing. I mean, she obviously, she rated you. He's a good goalkeeper. But right. was her expertise at a level where she could say, this guy should be in front of Peter Schmeichel at United?
4: Oh, no, she wouldn't claim to be an expert.
2: No. No.
3: <laughs> but she she actually liked going to the game. She liked watching football.
2: Yeah. Absolutely. And she wouldn't get confused with the linesmen or the goalkeepers no. while watching the game? No.
3: When she
4: was really young, her dad used to take her and stand on her, the box and on the stand.
0: So she rated you. You were rated. <laughs> were you, rated? An, you know what? She rated. She never said.
4: As an unsatisfactory.
0: Level. Oh well, in that well, that, that's a different <laughs> that's
3: a different thing, Wonga. I can surely attest to that. That He's she's good. She's, she's, five out of she's 10. absolutely yeah, right. I'm like bang average. Five
4: out of ten in the sun.
2: What about what about Cheyenne, your daughter? Does she ever? Does she remember watching you play? Um, pretty young, uh, right? She was
3: pretty young. Yeah, we got pictures of her on the field, and she ran out on the field
4: at Stamford Bridge. That oh, yeah! When I was actually playing for West Ham against Chelsea. So yeah, there's cool things like that.
3: It was more for us because she, you know, again, she's young enough that she probably would not remember
2: much. Probably for the best.
3: Yeah. She now is she in the in the, in the
2: <laughs> yeah that's right. Sorry. Yeah.
3: Thanks. Sorry. I'm just it was nil-nil that game. Because
2: <laughs> at Stamford Bridge, West Ham, yeah, ah, right. it may not have ended well. Yeah. It's Although that hell. time, maybe. For
4: me.
3: Didn't want to score me. <laughs> My missus thinks I'm the best soccer personality that had ever been on TV. but yeah. that's only I thought you were going to she- say player. No, <laughs> <I> said, <laughs> no, Which should be true. She's not a drug addict. <laughs> no. No. But she's also never seen the footy show, so that's the only reason that she – my uh, She'll soon change her mind her introduction to soccer was in meeting me, and she didn't realize the sport existed. I find that that's quite of a w- a west coast thing. I think it's time difference really unless you're you grow up in a and there are vibrant soccer communities, but if you don't grow up in that, you don't really know it exists if you're legal drinking age. why would you matches at seven in the morning? who's doing that?
4: Yeah, you have to be really committed, but
3: they are, and there are yeah yeah.
4: Yeah, is but a player?
3: No. there's very few, there's very few human beings like you down there getting home at 6 yeah. or 7 a.m. and it's
2: going to say if you're doing it right. On a football game. If you're doing it right, then the I games aren't really- early. The games are late. Right? Yes, there you go. Right, you walk in the door at six or seven from the club, and oh yeah, the game's on now. This is great. So the games are late, not early. That's if you're doing it right.
3: When I there. when I first started in television on the footage show, you were fluctuating the times based on the match that you had. So sometimes it was eleven, sometimes
2: it was seven. There that was, was quite Syria. a few seven o'clock games. That's the stuff or the. Uh, the Prem well, the was, prem not was just a part uh, of any of the Premier League. No, stuff? Prem was eleven o'clock on Sundays okay. after Sportsnet screwed us and stole them back. How Got dare it. they pay money for the games? Bastard, but. Craig. Only to
3: sell <laughs> it to the Irish International Company. Yeah, it's <laughs> story for another different day. different podcast. People are it? Googling. For, um, cool? Satanta. Satanta, Satanta, Satanta Sports. Man. Yeah. Satanta.
4: Yeah, Satan.
3: Remember the puppets? Remember the Jose and yeah, the uh, Rooney? Oh, they were great. The great special puppets? on TV. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Um yeah. so you, yeah, but that was uh yeah, it was Syria then. It was okay, Syria so were around. Bouncing so, around around. The place.
3: so I was the, at this time I was the the interactive personality. I was the I would read the tweets. I was the social person on the show, the social host. There was several times and I don't know how many times James knew it and didn't tell me or didn't know it, but several times where I have definitely come from the club or just taken my oh, girlfriend back home made some breakfast, and gone straight in for a 6 a.m. espresso kickoff for the Sampdoria versus Genoa.
2: Yeah, well, let me tell you, this this, this dickhead here, Dunlap, right, who his, his entire life he's wanted to be a sports broadcaster, right? Not an athlete, a sports broadcaster, right? His goal in life. Well, hold on. No, and no, because well, I
3: learned at eight that I had no chance being a pro. Well, no, that's fine, though. That's so fine, good though. on no, me no, listen, from
2: being a wise it's child. It's fine. Many people have the same dream, right? But, you know, you go to bed at night as a kid wanting to be, you know, I don't know, Dick Irvin. <laughs> Maybe it's a bit before your time. Um He's got the same hair. that was your goal, your dream, right? To be a, be on TV talking about sports, right? To
3: be involved in sports media.
2: Right. So some idiot thinks let's get him on TV, right? That was me. It was James. Yeah. And first shift, first days, first shift, right? He's late. He's late. Now he didn't miss the start of the show, but he rolled in about fifteen minutes before airtime. where the fuck have you been? You were at the club, weren't you?
3: Probably. All these years later you, you can admit was, it. it. It was a four PM broadcast as well,
2: which is really crazy. in far as you saw what they did with Obama Yang when he was late. You know what we should have dropped him for the show.
3: Set an example. That's think, a great point. I think I'm still dealing with the punishment. It's, it's no matter how old you get, still being treated like a
2: child who doesn't deserve <laughs> to be here.
3: Maybe it was because of that very first day.
2: That's it. <laughs> so should Mika Tedder have dropped here Emrika Bam Yang? He was he was late match day, right? For breaching, I think they breached a match day protocols or something. Yes, is that generally the rule? If you are late on a match day, you're dropped or you're, you're yeah. fined.
4: Well, whatever it is, like it's like, take it on the chin for late. I was never late for a game ever, ever.
2: But now they. And won it the wasn't game. like I was going like across the street. Like. But but they won the, the street, game, right? Up so up had they not point point. won the game, say Lacazette hadn't scored that penalty. He replaced Obama Yang. If that hadn't happened, would this have been a bigger story, do you think? It would have been a bigger uh, story. Yeah,
0: but still, it,
3: it's on the shoulders of Obama and Yang.
4: And I, I think before. Coach said the right see, thing. Obama Yang was given captaincy after signing his new super bill for three hundred and fifty grand.
3: Is that what he's on?
4: Yeah, he's on crazy money right now. Oh my god. He mm-hmm. hasn't performed to the best of his ability this year. He started to yeah, A little bit lively in the last month or so and started scoring goals, but nowhere near
2: he's got nine goals this year. He
4: missed a shocker today in the Europa League as well. Um, but for me, he's not a captain, he is not captain material. And I'm not saying you have to be a cheerleader or hollerer, and a you need to be a leader. Like, this is not the first time that Ernie's turned up late this year, so obviously, punctuality is a big deal with it, but it's just. Arsenal, we've, we've, we've spoken about for years, is still searching for that new Tony Adams, that new Patrick Vieira. They're, uh, they're hoping Thomas Partey can be that profile and maybe grow into it and be that leader for, for this team. But David Luiz is not. So they're really struggling to find that captain. But, Granit Xhaka
2: was captain material, yes, perhaps, but, but had that incident last year. Yeah, right? that
4: incident. But 100%, Arteta had to make that decision. I agree with Craig. But it could have backfired massively. If they lose the North London derby, the fans are going to be on Arteta for not playing the captain, the star talisman of of the team. But I have to hold a lot of respect for Arteta because he's trying to build a culture within this group. They're starting to play the way he wants to play. They're starting to get results. And the moment you veer away from that culture that you're trying to build, you've lost the whole dressing room and you've lost what you're trying to, to build. From from scratch again, from where they were in the last couple of years.
2: As a teammate, what do you want to see in your captain? I know what the coach wants to see in a captain, you know, and the brass. But as a, as a player, what do you look in your captain and expect to see?
3: Well, basic things like showing up on time,
2: <laughs> and then then it turns into then
3: it, then it turns into things from the other players. Like, what is the manager going to do about it? Right, it's so unfair on him now, right? So now it's on Arteta, unfairly. But it's on him. Well, How does he react to this? What do, what do they do? What's his decision? I just want to be treated with respect. That would be great. I'm still looking for that in my own professional non-football adventures. You know? <laughs> That's all I'm looking for, really.
2: Someone must respect you. I think my, my
3: dog does, for sure. <laughs> yeah. It's, depending on how many other dogs are present in the environment in which we are.
2: We wouldn't invite you in here if we didn't respect you. That being said... Um, I want I wanted to start off. Well, I was going to start today's show, kind of went off the rails as per usual, right? But a little getting to know Brendan Dunlop segment here. Oh boy! All right. So, so we want to have a little list here of of things that maybe you didn't know about Brendan Dunlop. Have you guys prepared some? Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
3: I'm more most worried about Wonger, Actually, that's my yeah, microphone. Thankfully, his microphone
4: is not right. working. No, it's, it's working averagely.
2: Well, Craig. So you got some. So let's start off with Craig here. Oh, yeah. What is something the audience might not know about Brendan Dunlop?
3: That he runs as fast as somebody in quicksand. No, oh, the audience knows that. Are I they? run like a four hundred pound man. That's on my brand. That that. In fact, when we have Footy that's Garage a good, yeah, merch, like four hundred pound man. Yeah, yeah. That's that. Yeah. Thomas Dobby actually is coined that, right? that, so I give him the credit. But when we have Footy <laughs> Garage merch, that's the T-shirt that I want. For whatever reason, I run like a 400-pound man, end
4: quote. Well, what I want to know is, are you quicker than 6-0? Six, six
3: yes, I am. That would be a good race, good actually. Race. He is so – Good he, race. There, there's The fat content in Piri Piri sauce, which is the Portuguese chicken sauce, for those of you who don't eat Nando's, or <laughs> if you're in a part of the world right now, Scotland or Australia, what were the other countries is, you were talking Nando's about? Nando's the go-to Portuguese Nando's? Churrasco? Well, Nando's is the Swiss chalet of Portuguese chicken. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: How
2: how come you and Sid both have Portuguese blood, and so does Cristiano Ronaldo? How's that possible?
3: It's a bit strange.
2: Well, you know, there's kind of a
3: history of the Portuguese putting their dicks all over the world. So there's a bit of that. (laughs) Do you
2: have uh, have something the audience might not know about Brendan?
3: Yes,
4: did the audience know that Danny's? old man used to be a race car driver.
2: Formula One champion. Formula
4: One champion for Ireland. <laughs> for, for
2: Bahrain, actually. It was
3: for Bahrain. The big sporting culture of Bahrain.
2: You come from uh, good motor racing stock, and you do love your cars.
3: This is where my love of England comes from. For those wondering, and why does Dunlop say words funny? My wife says this all the time. Like, Oh, what are we doing this weekend? This weekend, you moron? Like yeah, I don't know what are we
2: doing this weekend? What, what's oh, so as, as, opposed weekend? as opposed to weekend, as opposed to weekend. Yeah, that is one, isn't it? Yeah, I forgot about that one.
3: There's a few Britishisms that I didn't quite realize that I took from working
2: so closely with you and Christian. But your old man is of British stock, and that's yeah, where the words so, come from.
3: So, t- quick summary: He moved to England after university age. Uh, to went he went to race car driver school. Lived outside Norwich. Uh, his best friends to this day reside in the Midlands or Shrewsbury. Uh, I've become very close friends with the Shrewsbury children, and so it's continued uh, multi-generational. His, his, uh, his benefit of race car driver school wasn't actually winning Formula One World Championships <laughs> as it's been stereotyped, uh, but, but it was uh, yeah, multi-generational friendships. Special,
4: special mention to uh, Mr. Murray Walker, who passed away this week as well, guys.
2: The voice of my youth voice. as a, a F1 uh, announcer, just superb. The voice of Formula One for me forever that's it even though i only caught the tail end of his career it's incredible he'd, he'd, he'd always get it wrong yeah but not so because right. he wasn't knowledgeable because he just jumped the gun yeah but it made him who he was in many ways right and just added to his legacy and his legend and i just i just no one brought the excitement of a race like murray walker
3: it was pretty incredible to listen back to some of the old clips and
2: you know for, for those who listened to formula one and knew murray and valued him put him
3: on that pedestal even to just hear them again uh it put a frog in my throat every time to hear him, you know, react to Damon Hill winning the World Championship, having a personal relationship with the Hill family and it meaning a lot to him. Like you just you know, you don't see that. Oftentimes it's just too manicured and uh, you know, professionalized, commercialized as sports media, but there was a real human element to the, the way personality he did and, and the personality in the delivery,
2: right? And I don't think you see that as so much anymore. You don't. You know, they're more robotic and they're very good at what they do, but you that that little element of, of mm-hmm. likability you know they're not perfect. They're going to get it wrong now and again. Bob Cole was kind of similar, right?
3: Great description. I've said that to people,
2: right? Yeah, it had personality and, and charisma Freeman got it wrong and character. Oh, poor Frigia. it wasn't his fault, though. By the way, <laughs> the and Olympics. I can tell you, <laughs> and as, you know, and
3: Craig can attest to this as well. Uh, calling uh, a sporting event off of a television in a phone booth is not a very <laughs> comfortable thing to do. Okay, so there, there are some times you
2: get it wrong, and you just you know you have to acknowledge it and roll with it. I guess. Uh, The audience might not know that that Dunlop here is also uh, a looky likey with Mr. Andrea Pirlo, so much so that they actually used to their advantage. And this year, Dunlop's been coaching Juventus, which explains
3: (laughs) (laughs) why I'm on the decline
2: of Juventus this year. In the decline, why they crashing out in the Champions League? Why they crashed out to Porto? It was Dunlop on the sidelines amazing we even qualified to be honest.
0: The other thing is me. that he actually signed a contract with us right after. That's how his <laughs> career went.
2: From coaching Juve. From Sportsnet to Juventus
0: to,
4: to footy garage.
2: garage. Has, has the missus figured out that Andrea's been living in your house for the last three weeks?
4: Something?
3: <laughs> I don't remember signing anything. I. It's funny because I used to post. dress as well as Andrea Pirlo and now now I look like some Scandinavian Quebec Major Junior Hockey League coach.
4: Oh, no, we said this last week. He's looking like he is not uh
2: Davivia. Oh, it's which, which one? Cross
4: between Louis Figo and Yeah, Louis and Villa. Davivia. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. But, but, yeah but, look at, but but think about the Davide Shaggy Figo. the yeah, Shaggy Perlo. But Shaggy Perlo. Think about Shaggy Perlo with a beard.
3: Yeah, I'm, I think it's Banon. I'm definitely like summer holiday Pierlo. Like, I thought we were going to Ibiza, Wiley, in Abu Dhabi. Yeah, I'm that Pierlo. Yeah, you I'm, are. Like, late stage, you know, mid 30s. Definitely ah. not spray the ball around, Pierlo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely not that. That's for sure.
2: Dunlap was also, you may not know this, a child star. He uh, actually starred in the first three seasons of Disney's Mini Pops.
3: <laughs> Honestly, you could have said the footy show, and that
2: still would have made me laugh. <laughs> the, no, because you didn't star. Uh,
4: was, he actually, <laughs> sure, was he actually in Minipop? Yeah. Can we get visuals of it?
3: Uh, I No, I was not in it. <laughs> I, I didn't. <laughs> Jeff Cole Jeff is curious. Oh, you're an actor as well? No, I'm not. No. It was one of the Teletubbies. <laughs> uh, I've been it's Inky Winky.
1: It was, was actually,
3: it was actually your daughter that said I looked like one of the characters in Paw Patrol. Oh, that's right, Ryder. Ryder, that's right. She did, yeah. Yeah. It's it's Dunlop. That's my animated version of Ryder Ryder from Paw Patrol. We've just we've lowered the age even further
2: here. Any other untruths you want to give out to Dunlop here? Anyone? Often mistaken for being Italian, I am
3: not. Half Portuguese. (laughs) True. Uh, Dunlop is a big Benfica
4: fan. Big Portuguese national team fan.
3: Went moms, to
2: Europe, the motherland. The Euros. An occasional Porto fan.
3: Oh, you had this debate last week. Tell, please mm. tell no. huh? Please tell him. Someone, no. took,
2: someone took it up with me on Twitter saying that I was full of shit. Yeah. And that's so, not the case, yeah. So,
3: obviously, the divide is real between Benfica and Porto. But I think it's, it's dependent on who you're speaking to. For example, if you asked anyone who lives in Portugal and is a fan of these teams, I don't believe they would say this. But in general, Luso Portuguese, which is anyone who's left Portugal
4: or. outside of the continent
3: tend to be very pro-patriotic towards anything that is Portuguese. Therefore, in a competition in which Benfica is not involved in that match it would be great for Porto to advance because they are flying a Portuguese flag. So even when Porto Porto won the Champions League against uh... Monaco in 2004, of course I was cheering for that. Because to me it wasn't blue and white. It was Portuguese. Thank you. Thank you, Dan. In Canada, I am absolutely in the majority of let me tell you, in the Italian community, that does not happen.
2: Yeah, but there aren't many Porto fans. <laughs>
3: but the dynamic in the relationship is different as well. I, I, I wonder I if in the next...
4: spies of that blue and black team in Milan.
3: I bet you, though, in the next generation of Italian children that you would find that lesson. For example, in Canada, Portuguese and Italians hate each other. That yeah. doesn't Which exist is weird. I mean,
4: in Europe. That's not the case.
3: Exactly, and that was my surprise was only in traveling in Europe. And at some hostel, I met in Italian. Like, oh, I'm Portuguese. That sucks, Fabio. We can't be friends. <laughs> uh, why? Tell me why? Why you think we cannot be friends yeah. with a Portuguese Canadian? Why? I never. Heard and I'm like, either. oh, and it's because our grandfathers used to fight each other with bricks and mortar, literally, to build brick and mortar, as they were, you know, were the only jobs that they could get. That's absolutely why in Canada, Portuguese and Italian descendants absolutely hate each other.
2: Okay, the 2028 Champions League final, or whatever it's called then, QPR is taking on AC Milan. Who are you cheering for? AC Milan. Over QPR? Really? Honestly? Yeah. Wow. Get, I don't believe you.
4: No, like, QPR, I kind of played for, and okay, I was there since. Two, but
3: you grew up as a fan.
4: Milan is like. About- Milan is my team. It's in my blood. Got my tattoo and everything. But like,
3: QPR is on your pay stubs previously.
4: I know, but wow. Still, it's still my boyhood team. QPR. Don't get me wrong, but Milan's in my blood.
3: I'm surprised. Well, I'm, I'm surprised I'm by that. Stunned. I think yeah. if it happened in real life, I think you'd find it harder than you
2: you'd you know what, find would, it hypothetically.
4: Where it would, would sway me is kind of who was the underdog at the time, and obviously QPR would be the <laughs> underdog.
2: It's 2028, maybe not.
4: Depends if they get a rich. Uh, you're, Arabian you're you're coaching
0: player. Team Canada, and you're oh, playing yeah. Italy. These hypothetical questions again, Craig. <laughs> you had this last week. This we girl. need to find another for?
3: podcast, Craig.
1: Funny <laughs> <laughs>
2: garage. You may be Portugal asking. played
3: Canada in hockey. I would absolutely be cheering for Portugal. So, if they played who? If Portugal played Canada in hockey. Right. I as the underdog, going, you would. Uh, right. Well, I'd be cheering for Portugal because it would be
1: incredible. We're better
2: in soccer. Uh, no, Canada. Absolutely. Yeah. 100%. Because you've got a lot of teams to support.
3: That's also a, uh, a rumor about. Me. A, a cliche. We've, we've. A real cliche. Polished over Johnny the years. He's a super fan. He loves everyone. No, he's just, <laughs> as, he's just worldly. Okay. He's just worldly. Okay. Can we, can we go through, actually, Danny's teams?
4: Because yep. I think it's a good introduction.
3: Yeah.
1: Listeners. yeah, who so, am I? Football. Proper football?
4: like Football, yeah. like English football. Yeah, Aston, guys, Villa, so we're number Aston one.
3: Villa. Aston Villa, Benfica, Portugal, okay. and Canada. NFL. Cleveland Browns. Because I grew up in Windsor, they were on local television uh, yeah. at the time. I yeah. was wise enough to know that the Lions were shit. They were on Fox, and the Browns were on CBS. I chose a team whose fans dress up Good. like dogs. Good, like it.
4: it. Uh, MLB.
3: Detroit
2: Tigers. I grew up at Tiger Stadium. Yeah, you quite like KC, don't you? <laughs>
3: That's not true.
2: It is true. I had a KC jersey. Right, so let's get I, the jerseys coming here. Do you, buy, do you do you have a Landon Donovan US soccer jersey? It was Clint Dempsey jersey. Sorry, Clint Dempsey US, US soccer jersey. And did you long long wear it? Yes, and I on wore it. a certain it when game the when England States played Drew just, England or mm. beat
3: England? Did they beat England? Or Landon,
2: they, uh, them? they drew them, right? right? Yeah. Actually, you all were quite irritated. Another
3: reason why
4: we're going on jersey wearing. We've got <laughs> a picture. Big poster picture in TFC training ground of the crowd at TFC in 2007-08. First season. And I'm kind of walking past it, walking past it. And then I see someone that I kind of know in the crowd.
3: 500 faces in this shot. 500
4: faces, <laughs> but there's this big Buffon. It's
3: Waldo? David Where's Waldo?
4: With a Manchester United top up. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I like, took a picture and I said it to Danny. I said, Danny, is this you? He's like,
3: unfortunately, yes. It absolutely, it was me. But I didn't have a red TFC shirt at the time. But I you had, had a United red red shirt. Cristiano Ronaldo jersey. So, of course, from 2003. So, of course, in 2007, I would wear it. I'm not having this, this at all. Season I, I,
2: I think if you support a team in whatever sport it is, you cannot own the shirt of a different team, even if you love the player. Sure. On one, you can't do it. Sure.
4: He's not normal. Fair weather. Fair weather. Yeah, exactly. Fair. Dunny. Oh, I wouldn't say that. Hockey fair. team. I'm not no normal. Well, I agree with that. No, no, he's not fair weather. weather. No. Hockey team, Dunny. The New York Rangers. Ooh, and I actually,
3: I like to say it again. Reasoning. Funny enough. in 1994, <laughs> he was like five years old and <laughs> that's, they won. That's exactly it. But also, it was because I had – Really? S- d- Before that, when uh, Michael Jordan announced his retirement, I turned to – my dad loves to tell this story. I said, well, are the Bulls going to be on TV when he retires? So, um, probably not. We live in Windsor. And I don't know. Who's going to be on TV? Ah, the Knicks and the Lakers? The Knicks? I love Patrick Ewing. Yeah, the Knicks. So, I assume naturally, as every child would, that Patrick Ewing and Mark Messier shared the same blocker. Therefore, I became a Knicks fan because of the Rangers. Vice versa. I became a Rangers fan because of Patrick Ewing. Interesting. Do you
2: have a Raptors jersey?
3: I do not have a Raptors jersey. I have a couple of Raptors hats. I, I do live in Toronto. I do like to you know, support the city when I... In in 2028 Champs
2: League final Raptors against uh, your New York uh, N- Knicks. Actually, no, we better
3: if Benfica. Said
4: Benfica. <laughs> Benfica, yeah, Benfica have a basketball team as well. <laughs> they do
3: and are very oh, successful
2: okay. in the Iberian League.
3: Benfica. <laughs> yeah. um, grande keeps. in
2: handball <laughs> as well, right? Are they in handball as well? I think they are, aren't they? Yeah, handball.
3: The full sporting leagues and athletics Sports. as well.
2: Sporting, sporting club. club, yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah SCP
3: so, sporting club. So I think Go ahead. Dij. We gone for all the teams. Um, NBA you said the Knicks. Um, yeah, doubles doubles tennis. Tigers.
4: Uh,
3: whoever Daniel Nestor
2: was playing with. Yeah, because they're generally winning.
3: CPL. Oof, I don't particularly have a CPL allegiance. You called uh, the
2: games last year. I did the call the games the last year. year. I I think, you know, b-
3: b- when the CPL launched, I wasn't involved professionally. Uh, naturally, I had a local draw to to York Nine now York United. So. Um, you know, locally, obviously, I pay close attention. But I truly have enjoyed, uh, you know, watching all, all the teams and kind of, you know, regionally watching it flourish in different places. has been cool to watch.
2: Well, there's nothing else really about Brendan that you need to know now because that's pretty much him in the nutshell. A man of few layers. That's it, yeah. <laughs> but now you know what they I'm are. Really it's slow.
3: slow. It was a one show
2: only. It was a one show only. coat nail, done Well, I thought, you know, actually, we had a good idea for a segment today. Little topic, so so. B, I let you. Uh, again, I was going to lead the show with this, but well, we're an hour into the show, oh. and that's not going to happen. So I don't think you should have led the show with the topic,
3: but I think you know. Obviously, I wasn't brought here just to bring down the average age. Although, to be honest, I truly believe that's what it was. You have a very strong
2: HR department. I think uh, JC's not- younger than you. Really? Yeah. I don't know about that?
3: Uh, JC might not be. Who's
2: know, older, JC or Dunlop? What are you thinking?
3: Oh, this is good. This it is, is a, good, a good one, isn't good conundrum. it? Conundrum.
2: I think JC's younger. By three years, I don't know. Could be
3: find out somehow.
2: What year were you born
3: in? Ask him. I was born in the year that the only year that Canada qualified for a World Cup. Nineteen eighty-six.
2: What year were you born in, JC? Nice. JC
3: See? was born in two thousand and
2: four. There you go.
3: There you go. He's younger. <laughs> I am. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. My question was with <laughs> with Neymar. <laughs> he's lived a hard life. With Neymar being named the first professional athlete to be a skin in Fortnite.
2: How's your beer, by the way?
3: Uh, beer? I would love another one, yeah. I also need to run to the toilet myself. But the question was, Neymar
2: being... Something you don't hear on Sportsnet when you're hosting a Central. <laughs> uh, excuse me, Martin, I just got to go to the can. And I'll take another beer, producer, as
3: well. Thank you.
2: Coming up in the NHL.
3: <laughs> Neymar is a character in the very popular video game Fortnite. So the question being, what other footballer would you love to see in a video game? I will go first. Erling Holland would destroy everyone in Street Fighter. You disagree, Craig?
4: Craig's face.
3: (laughs) Street what? He has no idea what's going on. He doesn't know what I've just said. (laughs) Is Is he speaking about video games? Foreskin. What did he say about Neymar's foreskin? No, Fortnite. (laughs) He is a skin... In Fortnite. What is a skin in Fortnite? Craig just knows about
4: Pac-Man and
3: Tetris. Well, let, let's Who start has, again. What with the new generation?
2: Yeah, <laughs> 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 Pac-Man and Tetris. 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 What is Fortnite? <laughs> Kick ass on that.
3: Fortnite is the most popular video game on the planet yeah. in which these
2: youths pay pennies on the hour. In which I bet more play kids played Pac-Man back in 1986 <laughs> than, than Fortnite today. No chance. Bet, yeah, for sure.
4: No, no chance. Fortnite. No, Fortnite.
2: Pac-Man? Fortnite, Fortnite is, is massive.
4: Crazy. Absolutely massive. Yeah. Who's the rapper that got his own sh- show on there?
3: On Twitch, you
2: mean?
4: No, like they designed his own profile, and he
3: had like an hour in Fortnite on the game. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I don't big know that. Rat. What is all. the
2: concept oh. behind Fortnite? I have
3: Twitch. I'm not in it. I'm not that type of. I'm not
2: really a child. I just uh, I'm younger than you guys. How big
3: Fortnite is?
2: What is the the concept behind Fortnite?
3: It's a very like violent video game in which cartoons with guns and avatars shoot up other things. Is there, is there is a concept? Or is it like yeah, a, a you go what from is it?
4: Different stages and different areas, and you land in different spots, and you can get. Yeah, Certain kills, you have certain armory it's like, it sounds it's like right good. down your alley, DJ. Yeah. Well, well my kids play it a lot. Do
2: you guys play to, do you play FIFA?
4: I play it, I used to play it back in the day, but I play against Franco and um, my son. Who do you play as? I don't I just only play a Whoever. game now and again, mm-hmm. just to show them that I still got it.
2: You guys were you guys are on the in the obviously you guys were on FIFA once upon a time, right?
4: Once upon a time. Yeah. yeah,
2: do you remember when those ratings came out? Were they a big deal?
4: I don't think it, I don't think there was much rating cards and stuff mm-hmm. back then. No, not, not that like, I see players like with these placards and cards. I know that FIFA probably and EA Sports send them to them as a marketing ploy. But
0: did your avatar
4: look like you? It's it's uh, not too difficult to put a big bald guy. In very lumbering in a oh. video game so yes <laughs> <laughs> he did look like
2: me and actually they use the exact same person for john joe shelby in the more recent games yeah,
4: for right. any <laughs> bald guy in a <laughs> thomas graveson thomas graveson yep they are all Dasovich. the same guy nick
2: Dasevich.
3: he was uh basically the
4: sliding tackle i think they still use him
2: his his motion yeah, yeah. really yeah, that's amazing
4: yeah yeah right they used him for a lot of stuff a lot of stuff so, like challenging for headers yeah. oh yeah he's he like silhouette yeah it's pretty cool
2: wow that's cool you could really you look tell his dasso by his nose But
4: <laughs> like,
3: how
4: how is that different to her?
3: well it's just very textbook it's textbook is it yeah yeah. yeah it's, it's oh, a good yeah. slight tackle
4: very yeah you see that
2: yeah like his arm, arms are tucked in nice and tight oh, yeah. he's extending that just one leg is it two footer or one footer on?
3: No, you go going one and you just hook the ball
2: yeah
4: it was more when he was on Shepherd's his side profile though
2: Craig you could really
4: tell you? You
3: yeah,
2: I was going to say that but that I don't know if well stuff. enough to make fun of his nose even though he made fun of his own nose when he's on our show oh, we always, you guys always, do you know him better yeah,
4: than me you yeah. always do <laughs> get off
2: <on> my train <laughs> <laughs> so, so did you play Craig do you ever play FIFA as yourself when when way back when? Oh yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Were you good? That was unbelievable. Were you? <laughs> did
0: did Sophie rate you? <laughs> <laughs>
4: Damn, why why are you so interested in whether uh, Sophie rated it, him? It's
0: interesting. <laughs>
2: He's got some visions in his head right now. <laughs> Awful visions. No. Not so um fed. did your avatar look like you? Yeah. You did, yeah? Somewhat, yeah? Was it with the, the moppy hair or the shorter hair? <laughs> <laughs> I'm honestly With curious the without them yeah exactly yeah. yeah, was it like yeah. 1990, 1990, 1990 Craig or uh, yeah, 2001 Craig yeah 2001 Craig I think
4: Craig? it was just yeah. me my profile and they just put a like long wig on it as well yeah that's what they used to do in,
2: in when did you sports. cut your hair when did you lose the, the, the flow oh, what year early was that days, early days. but they kept the wig on for the
4: no like they would <laughs> oh for him oh okay oh I see just on, put a wig on <laughs> on the EA Sports and then put a wig on it and a green shirt pair of gloves
2: yeah would you do that that face morph program you have with these two right you know oh, the face right. morph remember that yeah. program you have that little app do with these two and see. does that look like Craig in 2001 FIFA Danny in 2006
3: probably
2: FIFA probably not no exactly yeah your Atari is not going to work the old cartridge fit into the it's PS4 cool. PS5
3: I had FIFA 2000 on PlayStation the original PlayStation is game.
2: the Canadian Gold Cup team on that must
3: they, be right. Uh, to be honest, I, I feel I like they so. weren't oh, no? at the time. No, they didn't. They weren't that.
2: Time. It wasn't international. I can't imagine them
3: being licensed at that. Now point. Now it's crazy but was, how many leagues are on there. Well, Eddie Pope was on the cover in the DC United shirt. Was on the cover oh. of that game, and I feel like that was the first time they started to FIFA started to regionalize it. So if you bought, the yeah, wherever you bought America, it, right? Or CONCACAF, you had Eddie Pope on the front of it. Yeah, the
4: graphics are unbelievable, unlike FIFA now. Travis Scott was the, the rapper, the hip hop guy who got, had his own in I Fortnite. In Fortnite, he had his own evening, and it, it just blew up. It was crazy.
2: I bought my daughter a PS4 for Christmas because I wanted a PS4, um, and I'd just been starting playing Call of Duty. You know, when I wanted to just I started just, playing, Call just of started, Duty. yeah. And That's I thought that game. I thought it's a really fun game, brutal violence, and I thought there's that sh- you know,
3: Tokyo, Call of Duty.
2: Here oh you yeah, know, you know, Sean Dyke should be great in it. <laughs> yeah, because you know they, they, the characters speak right, and they uh, can just imagine this this bald ginger guy just viciously, you "No know, fucking cover me! I'm going in. Where are you? Move forward." Yeah. Hey, brilliant, would not
3: it, it? Let's play looky like he's your split head open. <laughs> looks like a watermelon.
2: That split head open over there. He looks like a
3: watermelon. Look at him.
4: He's the happiest man in Happyville. Yeah, he'd be good for Call of Duty. He would be. He would be.
3: I've got another one. Uh, okay. to go back to the original PlayStation for fans of Crash Bandicoot. Jamie Vardy in Crash Bandicoot. Because he looks a bit like a wild and he runs like. I hate to beat a dead he? horse here,
2: but what is Crash Bandicoot?
3: It was the most popular Sony game when Sony first got into the, yeah. you know, challenging with Nintendo. It was, it was this, Sorry,
2: I have a life outside the, you know. He was screens. This, he was this cocaine
3: fueled uh, coyote, I guess, that was like a cartoon uh, on uh, ATVs and motorcycles, and he would. Uh, so while this is a that dog one. that rode motorbikes. Basically, yes, and ATVs,
0: and, and ran, ran through hills and yeah. mountains and swales.
2: Sounds great. Cocaine-fueled cartoons.
0: That
3: is, was it still, is it
2: around like, still? It's like a version 11? Yeah.
3: Got, it. yeah. It, but like Sonic the Hedgehog was Sega, Crash Bandicoot was, was Sony at the time. I got a good one.
4: Harry Maguire in Minecraft. <laughs> it was a <the> blockhead.
3: Great, <laughs> right. Yes. Bang on. But u- ultimate... <laughs> but who's his, who's his biggest rival in that game? David Coulthard.
2: Yes. yes, the jaw alone.
3: The cube head.
2: Yeah. yeah. He his, helmet was his, head his helmet was a cube, wasn't it? It was, yeah. yeah. It was actually a cube. Proper cube, if you look at it.
3: <laughs> he hasn't got a bigger head and hair. He, he no his, like like, his Lego character
2: looks like him. Like Lego character looks more <laughs> like him than David Coulthard. He yeah, you know, played well today.
1: That no, a as as well a was well as Zagreb though, did they?
4: Oh, God, oh, that was a great
3: game. Well, just the fact that they're coaching that all that. He's got a four year prison sentence, quits. You know what?
4: What is the story there? So, fraud. Modric was involved in, in that case as well. Remember oh, really? Modric? Yeah, in the early cases. So apparently, the coach who has walked, his brother, seeks asylum in a different country because he feels that he's gonna, he got six years. He got six years. It was something to do with transfer dealings at the club, and they were taking a portion of it. Yeah. Luca Luka Modric was involved with that agency as well.
3: Oh no! Don't so know about he, it.
4: He quit and walked out this week. The guy.
3: Yeah, in between the legs, first leg and second leg. Yeah, it was on Monday. It was on. It was on Monday. I think that he was sentenced to five years in prison on Monday, and on Thursday they beat Jose Mourinho three 0 in the Champions League in the, in the Europa League. Excuse me. Do you think Jose person?
4: lost end of the year?
3: I think he's done the way it's going now? Oh no, he makes the rest. But he's I, not. But he shouldn't I, be
2: starting next season.
4: No, that's what I mean. Do you, yeah. do you think he is still at Spurs next year?
2: That's a really good question. I don't think he is.
4: It's a big, big expense for them to pay. Him it on.
2: is, but they've done it before, right? And and if you believe that the rumours which are building more and more each day about what's going on behind the scenes there, you know, it seems that he has lost the room, which I know cliche. I understand that, but there's a lot of reports out there. Things aren't good. Yeah. At, at, at the new one. I mean, I'm
3: surprised he even had the room. To be honest, when they hired him, it just seemed so you crazy. The Amazon documentary, right? He's so I likable. Did. But yeah, when well, they when well, they started the season, exceptionally well. To quote Danny Dikio, and I really thought that that was going to be it for them, that they could contend and this would be, you know, a title challenge into the spring at least. They've fallen off completely, and I don't think anyone thought it was
2: really beyond the realm of
3: possibility. They'd lose in this. Leg like in the
2: But do you think just given the year that's that's transpired with COVID and the no fans in the stadium, it's just a weird, strange year. We discussed it a little bit last week. Do you think some managers will be given more more of a leash? Some because of that. But not him. Right. So I was I was reading again this morning on BBC
4: and they were talking about this argument that started on Twitter about loaning managers, loaning head coaches. We talk about loaning Players for a year. Why can't Liverpool loan German Klopp to the Germany national team for a year or two to find himself a little sabbatical? Right. They're saying why didn't Spurs let Pochettino just go for a year, loan him out to a team? And when I thought I was like, talking all this shit here. But then when you really, really kind of delved into it, you think, why can't? head coaches be loaned out.
2: Well, that's what the Italian Serie a does, in, in a way. They, they send their coaches out on what they call gardening, gardening leave, right? So they so get they fired. Work? They No, nah, I don't know if they can work, but they, they get fired, but they're kind of just there sitting, and they might cut. They say, listen, let us get through another one or two managers. We're still going to pay you. We'll bring you back. Ah. Maybe they can't work elsewhere. That's, there used to be a case in Serie A a lot. You see these, these managers get canned. And then they reappear miraculously in 11 months' time. Is that after. what
0: happened to you guys?
2: We're going to find out. Let's hope so. <laughs> <Yeah>. Sport, <laughs> Sportsnet coming back big. Please, need a freaking mortgage paid. <laughs> this fucking podcast isn't paying anything.
3: <laughs> I always thought that gardening leave in, in Italy was just a legal thing. Because rather than to pay the lump sum to pay them out or to agree on some type of departure fee, it just made more sense from a financial managing books standpoint to just continue to pay them their monthly wage. And then, should it not work with the replacement you've hired, well, they owe you because they've been getting paid the entire time. Um, I can picture the guy from Palermo with the hat.
2: Yeah. Uh, the younger guy. He looked like Fred Oh, uh, was, was it Cer- Cersei? C- oh, my God. I totally forget Cersei? It. He looked just Definite, like Fred Thurst. Definitely from baseball cap, and he was young.
3: Definite- he looked he's a old bit now, psychotic.
2: Though. Definitely from Palermo. He, at that time, he would
3: have been in Who his late forties.
2: I used to know the Syria back of my hand. I think it's yeah,
3: Jersey. Uh,
4: but in, in England, What's that it? happens as well. Great with series like managers, head coaches get sacked, but it's all in the agreement when they're let go. So if Mourinho does get tinsacked at the end of the year, he has 20 million left on his contract now. He could come to an agreement to say pay me up fifteen, and I'll go quietly. Or I'm going to go and sit for two years that you owe me still and get everything. But during those agreements, you're getting paid say ten to fifteen up to an agreement to get paid out early. As soon as he takes another job, that's it. His money's cut.
3: That's how that's how it works in like corporate legal settlements here. So, so I wouldn't be surprised
4: in, in corporate as well. It's, I
3: think there's different terms to it. Maybe we'll, one day longer we'll get a legal expert
2: on a legal uh, lawyer. Uh, wouldn't that be exciting? Were you guys surprised? Uh, were you guys garage. surprised when um, Chris Welder stepped aside from Sheffield United? This very week.
4: surprised. Very surprised. I was. I was disappointed as well because I just feel that he's Sheffield United through and through. He's brought them up through the league since something 2016, 17. and sixteen, seventeen, he's been there. And he's the perfect, perfect head coach for Sheffield United. and I don't know what's going on behind the scenes. I don't know if there's some discrepancies about players coming in, transfers, the training grounds meant to be a shithole as well. And he wasn't happy with that and trying to recruit new players. But I, I think it really petered out to be a bad ending on Sheffield United's side.
2: Well, our man, All Things Blades, uh, the man definitely not in the know. But a man that is uh, one of the biggest fans, if not the biggest fans, of this team in Canada is, is our good friend, uh, former producer of the footy show, former producer of Tim and Sid on Sportsnet, current producer of Tim and Friends, is Thomas Dobby. Dobbers, hello. What? what hey, So how's it been, mate? How's the, uh, the last week been? Uh, your man stepped aside or was he pushed? Um, are, are, you, are you heartbroken? It's been a shit-awful season for you.
0: took uh a crisis at the club. Hey, eh? can't call me in the good time It has to be the shit. We time. we assumed
2: to be lost season, but you, you you played well miraculously.
0: You know? Yeah, you can call me seven fighting but uh to shut down but uh Things
3: go south, and here I am. I got the call. Happy to be with you guys. Desperate times, Dobbs. They've got me full time now, too. Desperate, desperate oh God. times.
1: Too? Is he still doing three fucking
3: jobs? Or <laughs> I wish I was doing one fucking job, buddy. I'll tell you that.
1: <laughs> I, I wish I had three
2: fucking jobs. I got zero. Three- <laughs> you know, isn't it funny? Eh? Oh, karma, AB. Karma. All those years ago, whining about working too hard, and now you're not working at all.
3: <laughs> My hair looks so good, though.
2: Uh, uh. God. Anyway, is Yes. Yeah. So, how's it been? I know you and the, you and the family uh, live and die every weekend, and then that that kick off the Blades, and too often this season that hasn't gone as perhaps you'd have hoped.
0: Yeah, it's uh, man. I, I hate to make excuses, honestly, because you know they're the worst, and everyone makes them. But honestly, I feel like Sheffield United, of, of any club in the Premier League, really suffered from the shutdown and the lack of fans. I mean, obviously, don't have the the budget of most of the other Premier League teams, if any, and don't have uh, the skill, really. I mean, and, and I thought when we first came up to the Premier League that maybe it was a year or two too early. Did we have the squad for it and, you know, stuck with it? And I think the uh, the way they started and the run they went on to start, it just got the expectations and the hopes so high. And then when, you know, post-lockdown, they were never the same. And you could see the signs of this coming, in July and August, they just weren't the same team. They had a couple of good results after the restart, but the writing seemed on the wall. And honestly, the summer with the transfer business was just horrendous. I mean, they wanted to get guys like Ollie Watkins, and they just couldn't match the wages that Villa were offering. And instead, you know, they settled on Ryan Brewster for 20 million pounds, which has been a disaster. He hasn't scored yet. He rarely looks uh, like a threat at all. And, uh, you know, when you're relying on, a 20 million pound striker who's never played in the Premier League, who's that age, you know, it it was, it's all trouble right away. And, you know, injuries, to O'Connell and Egan and Basham throughout the season haven't helped and everything's just kind of gone pear-shaped. And honestly, I was worried we'd even get the 11 points to match Derby and they've got 14 and they might just end on that, unfortunately.
2: Chris Wilder, um, he worked miracles though, didn't he, at that club? Got you guys up from, from the depths. Um, how is he looked upon now, do you think, in that city as far as his legacy is concerned? Is, it, is, is there a lot of heartbreak there, do you think, that he's left?
0: Honestly, it is completely one-sided. It is everybody is gutted that he's gone. Uh, I think a lot of the reaction that I've seen is basically if, if you're happy that this happened, that he's gone, you don't know the club and you don't love the club because uh, I think everybody that does love the club like I do, wanted Wilder to stay and get a chance to bring them back next year. He's proven he can do it. He took over. We were bottom of league one. You know, we were losing to teams like Stockport and South end and he took us to heights that honestly the Blades have never seen. And I think everyone associated with the club was hoping that he'd get the chance to do it again, reassemble despite those poor signings to, uh, to bring them back and, There's been a disagreement with ownership. I don't know if we'll ever get the full story of what's happened, but, uh, you know, there was talks of it. I didn't believe it was going to happen, and when it did, I was crushed, and I think most blades are, because whoever jumps into that job next has a massive job, and they just, they aren't going to be able to fill the shoes, because really, you know, you hear it all the time, and it's cliche a bit, but Wilder, really, he he was one of our own, and, and a blade through and through, and loved the club, and... You know, you just, you aren't going to be able to recreate that. And a lot of these players were so loyal to him. And I am really worried what happens in the summer. And, and you know, I could see a, a whole lot of years just meandering the mid-table
2: of the championship and hopefully not worse than that, honestly. It's strange because, I mean, that part of England is known for its open-mindedness. So so, <laughs> so, so when you say that the fans, you know, aren't going to take warmly to whoever the next guy is, is that simply because of the ownership situation there and this potential director of football coming in, or is there someone out there who's not named Chris Wilder or Neil Warnock that can actually win the fans over? Honestly, a lot of the,
0: uh, the speculation and the hope is that it will be Eddie Howe. Uh, hopefully they can convince him. Jason Tyndall, who was uh, at Bournemouth as Eddie Howe's number two and was there to start this season before it uh, went poorly and, and got fired, has been brought in. Um, Paul Hecking, uh, Heckingbottom is uh, taken over interim, but uh, tyndall has been brought in on the staff, and a lot of people think that is to convince How to uh, to come this summer. So honestly, for me, that is the guy that you know would give you some hope. The other names, things like Neil Lennon and others, uh, you know, don't really do it for me. So I'm hoping that it's Eddie Howe. I'm hoping that uh, he, he thinks the job is right for him and he can you know, bring them right back. Uh, The good thing is these teams like Norwich, who struggled mightily last year, Watford, are both looking like they're going to come right back up. And, uh, you know, you hope that that continues. The Blades can turn uh, a season of 14 points and whatever ends up into uh, 80 or 85 it'll take to come back up. So, anyhow, for me, is the one to
4: to target. And if it's not him, I I don't know who's he's the right man for the job. Be, um, is another good thing for Sheffield United if they are going down is that there are rivals the Wednesday, Sheffield Wednesday are going to end up probably in League 1 so you won't have to face uh, the blue half of Sheffield so that might put a little bit of a cherry on top of the relegation
0: that's eventually going to happen Yeah absolutely, that's been honestly it's kind of sad but the saving grace the only thing we've been cheering for this year is our FA Cup run, we're still alive and have Chelsea this Sunday uh, to you know maybe bring a bright spot and a trip to Wembley, but I'm sure that it'll be in tough against Chelsea. And then the other thing is cheering against Wednesday every week. And yesterday Wednesday, the results went against them. They had no goal late and drew and Birmingham won. So they are uh, about nine points adrift now with ten games to go. So they look like they're in even des- more desperate spot than us. So you kind of look at it and say, hey, it could always be worse. And, we spent six seasons in League One not long ago and know the nightmare that can be and just trying to get back up. So at least Wednesday are going down, but uh, my God, it couldn't be a worse season for, for the game
3: in Sheffield. Both teams going to get relegated in pretty embarrassing style, actually. Well, I tell you, you, you made a good point about the the fans and Sheffield United because Deed should be able to attest to this. It's one of the, It was one of the hardest grounds to go to play. It was just intense. Atmosphere. The
4: players <laughs> out there just taking red cards and trying to get the game abandoned. You part of that game, right, Unfortunately, yes. The Battle of Fraymore Lane game got stopped at like the 70th minute because Warnock was telling Keith Curl to break my leg, and they, they were already down to eight men. So he knew that if Michael Brown or Keith Curl could get sent off, Michael Brown was injured, he said if you come off, this game will get suspended.
2: If you can break Dickie O's leg in the process, all the power to Even you. I'm
4: yeah. I had a really nice relationship <laughs> with Neil Warnock. I mean, in hindsight, you know,
3: no Deitch. I not have to Yeah. <laughs> it's not like Deech to get underneath somebody's skin, <laughs> isn't it? I know. You know, it's like, yeah. he's such a nice guy. So. Eddie, Eddie Howe would be a great appointment for you guys, Dobbers. And uh, I think yeah. that – I think uh, he doesn't seem like he's enjoying television, so maybe getting right back into management at a
2: club like that would be good for He's for, wait for the prem, though, isn't he, don't you think? Someone in the prem?
0: I don't think. I don't know. I mean. Who would be looking at him? He seems to be enjoying the TV gig, doesn't he, as well? He's pretty natural on there. I don't know if he waits another year or so, but I think we should throw all the money we
3: can at him and, and try to convince him for sure. I don't think he, think he actually looks like he enjoys it. The players were going after in the off season last summer. It was just
0: guy after guy. Every everybody were linked with. They were linked with the next day. It was
2: unbelievable. Maybe you can spend thirty million and get Divock Origi this year from Liverpool. <laughs> <laughs> Rianne R- R- Brewster worked great for you. So hey, go right ahead.
1: Yeah. Just firing on all
2: cylinders. Good times. Hey Dobbs, listen, mate. Before we let you go, um, obviously you're you uh, one of your your star performers. Zero, left the show this past week. Uh, about a week, one well, more than that, I guess two weeks ago now, whenever, uh, after breakfast TV, now it's just Tim. How much more enjoyable is the show now without, without Sid? <laughs>
0: Honestly, it's been a huge adjustment, but, uh, yeah, I, I might be biased, but I think we're finding our group pretty well. And I'm really liking the format of having, uh, multiple guests. And with the Euros coming this summer, I'm going to push that we have, uh, a lot of daily segments on the Euros and, uh, you know, hopefully get you guys involved in that. I'll, uh, you know, all four of you would, uh, be welcome anytime and maybe i'm gonna really push a daily euro segment so maybe we can uh, convince you guys if uh, if we have the budget for you guys, and you guys uh, yeah well, well
2: cheap, with so the, budget. <laughs> yeah. The, the budget he's yeah. in the budget he's in the budget well you know we're not cheap you know we're making a lot of money doing this so uh, we'll have to see yeah, what we can exactly, negotiate you
0: yeah, we'll isn't talk. Tim,
2: isn't Tim running out of friends already?
0: <laughs> we've had so many friends in there. It's like it's almost like a lie. Can they all be his friends? We, we've tried <laughs> to have a lot of different people to give it a go and. Uh see who works so yeah i've been working my ass off at it but honestly i'm pretty proud of what we put there so far obviously wasn't a ideal amount of time in a global pandemic and going back to the studio so it's been a lot
2: but uh yeah i'm I'm happy with it so yeah thanks for uh thanks for asking everyone spare a thought and a prayer for the the poor tv people during this pandemic (sighs) (sighs) tough gig making all the money (laughs) they were before sitting at home i know (laughs) tough gig yeah <laughs> dobs thanks pal thanks, Trying not Dobby. to shed too many tears and, and give uh give your old man i love will do great talking to you guys can't wait to catch up in person and uh, have few fights with you guys okay thanks pal one more thing yeah all right <laughs> that was thomas dubby <laughs> he'll appreciate that all right that's thomas dubby good friend of ours we go a long way back don't we jesus christ he was my intern Actually, as well. That's Once upon right. a time, was Dobby. I mean, do
3: I count as your intern for archiving all the F1 footage? That was mm-hmm. my introduction to you. I consider you an intern. I was like, this James Sharman guy I've got to get on his good side. What can I do? You know what? I will archive every
2: single Grand Prix available to and Whenever you the saw me you'd pull football. me aside about trying to do more F1. Oh, right. uh, yes. Oh, yeah. Charms, were you the shit
0: at the score? Were you making calls about who was going to I the. I, and- I
2: could call my interns in and decide mm-hmm. who I'd interview them. Back in those days, I was really something. I don't know what happened. Something went horribly wrong at some point. Do you do that with your pie business now? Uh, if I could have not unpaid interns, I would. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> those bloody pie presses demand too much money. It's funny, right? It's how have to
3: be paid. How that works in small business versus mass media. Billionaire <laughs> media, be- free employees. Small business, oh, please, you've got to at least give them a bonus on top of minimum wage. Right? Jesus. What workers' benefits do they get? Oh, I actually, I have another question as I bring new segments. The strangest benefit that you had as professional athletes. Oh, be careful, boys. From being involved in your club. It could be some you know sponsorship perk. It could be something I'm unaware of that was included in your player's union deal. Prostitutes. Like no, I wasn't talking about that. But I bring this up. It's funny that you mention that
2: word because I bring this up because a friend of mine just joined. You want it, it to be, don't you? I really do. You know, I live through you guys and your you memories. Want it to be. I always live vicariously the through yeah. these guys and their stories. So I really hope that's true, but I think, alas, well, I fear ha- it isn't.
3: You'll have a laugh with where I'm going with this. The reason I bring this up is a friend of mine just joined a professional workers union in Quebec. And in their benefits package, included with standard healthcare things you would expect and you know, stock share benefits included in that, is five sessions with a sexologist Five, sexologist, five therapy mm-hmm. sessions
2: with Nigel. a sexologist. So, what, what is a sexologist? Just a therapist no or, idea. or, a, or it was in French? I don't know. Because <laughs> I mean, it's, it it right a, it's a, se- a sexologist. It's like someone's a, 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 a scientist. going to look it up.
3: <laughs> to be honest, I did
2: think that. <laughs> it, yeah, she did not speak yeah. French. Siri, I did think that I've got it Sexologist, but no,
3: sexologue is a sexologist, and they're entitled to five free sessions.
2: Let's Siri. Because
3: well, I, I want to know what you get
2: Oh my god, how are you going to
3: get on Twitch If you can't
2: even ask Siri, Siri? what is a sexologist Oh shut up Siri
3: You've got to hold it
2: you mental I, She's I not know. said Hang anything It would
4: be good if Shams could work Siri
3: Oh they're batted. My-
2: This is more fun <laughs> Siri, what is a sexologist why isn't it working?
3: Turn the voice because Dobby's ruined your phone. That's what's oh, happening. no!
2: It almost worked there. It was delayed. Hang on. Siri, what is a sexologist? According to Miracle UK, sexology
3: is the scientific study of human sexuality, including human sexual interests,
1: behavior, and function.
2: Doesn't really explain what. A Hold on.
3: Is on. <laughs> let multiple things have happened here. One is anyone surprised that Siri for Sharman
2: is an English man? Name she calls. Hey Master, Sam, well, you know why? Hey, Sam, my, my daughter keeps putting into a French woman all the time. It drives me crazy on my maps and my car. <laughs> so I, I just turned it back to what I thought I'd feel comfortable with. And understand?
3: Uh, are you surprised that your offspring pranks you by changing your maps
2: know, to a French woman? Now, I know. Jesus,
4: schoolboy stuff. We should do that with phones. Change it to a different language. So annoying. Like, Moroccan or something from the players' phones, and they couldn't even get it back. Oh, great! Totally reset it.
3: Great story. When we were at the score, it became a, a trend for a minute to, if someone left their phone about rather than send some sporadic message, you just change your name in their phone to something that would be crazy. So you go in the phone and change my name to Jesus or yeah. maybe some manager. <laughs> so there was a Celtic fans, crazy Celtic fan, uh, at the score of the time, there? and so um, it was. He'd, ben Church had worked in audio, remember? Diehard Celtic fan. So his phone was out. I changed my name in his phone to Neil Lennon. But then I forgot that I did it. So I didn't call him that day. <laughs> I text him like years later or months later. It's like, hey, we going for burritos? And he's like, oh my, who is Neil Lennon? Why, why is Neil Lennon asking about, for going for burritos? And I'm like, oh yeah, I did do that. You left the phone on my desk, you moron. Don't do that. He's like, how did you miss that opportunity? It's been six months since I worked with you.
2: That's <laughs> classics. I like that. Back to the sexology. We know what it is now, but what this is a in five sessions, what would a sexologist just How you do it? Well, what no, they, they're
3: really studying sexual dysfunction. Such dysfunction, as is it? Disorders, including erectile dysfunction. But what did you, you know all about, Sean? <laughs> so, <laughs> you told me
2: about. So, I how mean, do you know, feel, yeah? how, Who's been talking
3: Pedophilia? Sorry, I wasn't supposed to
2: make that public. What, what-philia? <laughs> what-philia? Peter. Oh, oh, really? Yeah. But what if, you have, what if you're not a pedophile and you haven't got erectile dysfunction and you're given these five sessions? What are you talking
3: about with a sexologist? Yeah. I don't know. I'm not a sexologist, nor am I a part of this Quebecers union. <laughs> but if I was, would you well, use then i have more to say. I mean, I mean, I did ask my friend. I'm like, so you're definitely going to use all five of these sessions just to have the joke to, to talk about, right? Je ne Je
2: ne anyway, back to his, uh, his question. What was the strangest? Was there a strange benefit, or you know, anything you had from well, your playing career? Well, oh, nothing I mean.
3: overly, but we used to get a, a McDonald's gold card.
2: Oh yeah, Ooh,
3: remember, remember that oh, in the
4: Premier League. So that's you do you remember that? One? One? Yeah.
2: So basically, an unlimited credit.
3: credit unlimited categories. at McDonald's. So you a professional Chelmsford, athlete, you every
2: player on <laughs> the way home. That explains Neil <laughs> Ruddock. Are right? you every serious? Player?
3: Every player unlimited got an unlimited. Yeah, the first card. time I showed up at Chelmsford, the drive thru <laughs> they actually had never seen one before. They were like, "Oh, what is this?" Like, had to make a few calls. Especially because the order was like fifty pounds. Me and Richard Hall. Just- did
0: they believe that you were Premier League players? Did you yes, show up? Well, it was just this the card. It was more about Who just the, the card. You do. Did you
3: Did you feel pressure? You are like Driving I don't know. A run gonna- down Sierra. Ford. Well, once when, they On got Sierra. it. Once they they got the uh, yeah. Holy shit! That's oh Spun wow. Yeah, cigarettes. you get everything for free. <laughs> we were there all the time, so they saw us a lot. But did you feel pressure to show up in your full kit? Like you're like, what well, if they don't believe us? Better wear the full kit then. No. We're just kind a large fries. What do I need to wear my? But kit in those part? days,
2: they didn't give a shit what you know what the sponsor was. Be it fast food, be it could be freaking heroin. Who cares? Kid? Well, that's I mean, it. Nowadays, right? there's more optics involved, right? I mean, they don't they don't care about bet companies, but I can't see they don't really out care. I mean, look at now. the
3: Olympics. McDonald's, Coca-Cola. Oh, no, a, I so mean, hypocrisy, yeah, right? right. Of course, they'll take the money. Yeah. So. They would have cigarette sponsors
2: if they were allowed. For Christ's sake, how many players nowadays wouldn't? McDonald's, every one of them, the vast majority now watch so closely what they eat. I'm assuming, oh, I'm sure they all.
4: Yeah. I for when you're playing,
2: you, you're burning it all off. You're burning it all off, yeah. Certain. You're not
4: eating it every
3: like, I mean, I joke about well, Wouldn't buy there for a coffee, but and a couple nuggets <laughs>
1: <laughs> but 10 you, turns you into 20, washed and then, down with a coffee. They, they had a great curry <laughs> sauce,
3: they had an amazing curry sauce there for the. The
2: nuggets with the, with the chips. That remember that? Yeah. I remember being in, in, in Spain, in France, uh, the Jeez. Maharaji Burger, it was called at McDonald's. It was like a Big Mac, but with an Indian curry Big Mac. The Maharaja Burger, they really? called it. It was disgusting. Horrible. Different than the Royal yeah, with cheese. That's right. Exactly, right? You know, yeah. in France, it's Royale with cheese, Pulp Fiction. Yeah. Nice reference. Well, I
3: went to Bahrain for <laughs> the Grand Prix in 2019. And when I was leaving, I went to the uh, McDonald's at the airport. And the Mick Arabia was there, and it was it was amazing. It was really? just what, it, exactly what you would Probably expect. Kobe beef. <laughs> no, it should have been. I mean, cool. Bahrain is not proper, you know, wealth proper Dubai, but yes, they could have been like that. No, the, the Mick Arabia was good. It was a McChicken chicken with what you would expect, like Middle Eastern spice. It was basically a McChicken chicken that tasted like a shawarma
2: but looked like a McChicken. chicken. That was basically it. Uh-huh. It was lovely. Listen, before we get to footy picks. Um, funny story. Other funny story, but I find it funny. Remember Terry Fenwick? Terry Fenwick. Yes. I guess we we'll pronounce it right. Captain for QPR. Yeah, yeah. played in England, England the World Cup defender. Did Maradona go by him as well? I think he was one of those guys. Yeah, in '86. Butcher, yeah, Fenwick and yeah.
3: uh, one of the ones who left him With- for dead. When you said go by him, I thought, well, as in like he was you know questioned by authorities and they said, who are you? And he said, I'm Terry Fenwick. You don't know me? Come I'm W. Fennig. Well, you were born in 1986. You should know this.
2: He's in Trinidad and Tobago right now as a head coach. He's just been done for uh, headbutting the press officer. <laughs> of his own club? Of his own club, yeah. Wow. Well, no, he's the Trinidad and
4: Tobago national team. National team, yeah. And he headbutted a member of the press. Yeah, the
2: press officer, yeah. Like. Yeah. yeah. No, what it was, the, the what I read was they overheard him screaming at his press officer um, what is he saying? Um, like I won't do any fucking interview once he is here. It's about some Juno, who guess they're tough Junos and Juno and Tobago. and uh, yeah, some, just some not on Jack sued. Warner. Yeah, maybe. And they, yeah, yeah, he head his press officer. You guys have good relationships with your press, press guys. Seems whenever I deal with press officers, they have a pretty good relationship with the players. Here in North America, it's a lot different than back.
4: Again, we've spoken about this when we were playing. There, there wasn't much press around during the training weeks, was there, Craig? No, they'd you know,
2: have a meeting on Fridays. have a meeting on Friday, but they weren't around the team. We didn't even have a press officer
4: like when I was playing at most clubs. It was only probably in the latter stage of my career, probably my last club, Preston, they started to bring in a press officer looking after all the social media and all the other stuff. It was hit. crazy.
3: You know, coming from like, I mean, North America's even come a long way from that standpoint, but coming from that environment, Going up in Vancouver and then going over there and seeing like what's going on with like it's just so it was so us and them and don't give them any information and any information they got was all backdoor stuff and parking lot press and
2: parking lot press so yeah a little chat with the journal
3: the yeah. no there was no press behind room. the bushes yeah. there, nowhere to meet there's a very protective mm-hmm. feeling with football in general I think and it comes from the conversation we had about the all or nothing shows and how you said you just you didn't like it And when you've watched it and you've you've wanted to like it but you know what that feeling is like and if there were cameras in your change room it would change you and you don't you didn't want that but i do think that you know especially in north america and just as it's evolved like there has to be some type of synergy like where some some clubs and some players truly understand that. look it's it's helping me to just show a little bit and you're never going to get 100 percent, but you don't need that 20 percent 25%, it's, it goes a long way. But the media I, here is so sides. soft
2: compared to over there, right? So there's less paranoia here. There's a certain degree of paranoia, I think, over here. But generally speaking, it isn't us against them. There is that, that synergy here, I think, a lot more compared to, to England, for
3: example. North America, I think, is a great example in the sense of you look at the paparazzi. I find it kind of hilarious that Harry and Meghan have you know escaped the paparazzi by moving to LA, <laughs> which is the only place where paparazzi exists. North America, because if any of those Hollywood-level actors live in New York or live in Toronto or live in other places in the United States, they don't have. Papa Wait till S- you there.
2: leave the footy garage tonight.
3: You've got all <laughs> oh,
4: the pap's outside. Yeah, yeah. outside on the scooters and the mopeds.
3: The Daily Mail looking yeah. for. <laughs>
0: Are you ready, Dish?
3: I need the music. What's the page that you never wanted to be on in England? It was page,
1: page three. three. Page three. <laughs>
2: It was a pastry guy, no sunshine boy. Sunshine boy, that's right. We've got to find that still sign. Oh, seriously, I had a shirt on. though. was Who do we know at the sun? The must have archives. It must be there somewhere.
0: No one knows anyone at the sun, do they?
2: I'm sure. I must know someone at the sun. No, the proper
0: yeah. sun, I'm to remember or remember the, the photographer <laughs> because she's still around <laughs> yeah. and she's really no, quite, it was
2: not the sun. quite famous. <laughs> I'm sure there's some some, some stories <laughs> on the sun. <laughs> yeah. Do we know anyone? Must know someone there. We'll, think, well, I want to dig up this picture. It's very important to us.
3: It's this is Forrest shirtless on the sun. No, no, no. Uh, I had my shirt just on. Just wearing his again. little skimps. I had my shirt on. Was it a compression compression shirt? Was it fitted? It was a jersey. It was a jersey. Mm. And nothing else.
2: Fitted. Oh, so you were just was, a jersey. It was, it was wavy then. It's been on that it, video that you showed on the dark web. <laughs> <laughs> week. He just, Ding he's already. We <laughs> must get Dunlop on the dark web, by the way. He's not on yeah, there right yeah. now. We'll get you on the. Yeah.
3: That's Is that just what you guys label the, the signal group, the WhatsApp group? The WhatsApp oh, group. Okay.
2: It's just horrible things that he sends.
3: I've paid my £1,000, so I feel like I have not earned it yet.
4: It's all about the picks. It's all about the picks. It's all about the picks. It's pick, pick, pick. It's all about the picks. It's all about the picks. It's all about the picks in a forty garage.
1: I love the oh, new intro. Gross.
2: That was completely impromptu. Oh,
4: that's brilliant.
2: Corrupt FM DJ Grinder in the house. Grinder, Grinder.
3: You know that Grinder carries different connotations here. It's an app. In North America, right?
2: Grinder, yes. <laughs> and it's MC. Did I say DC Grinder? I didn't know. DJ, MC oh, Grinder, MC MC yeah. Grinder from Hounslow. <laughs> Have you seen that, B? Have you seen the uh, Corrupt FM? I don't think that, it i the show I know of it, uh, but oh God, so I don't good. think that I've <laughs> seen it. Anyway, sorry. Back to the funny pics. Uh, FA Cup Edition.
3: <laughs> Sponsorship. I, enter here. I would just like to visually describe for the audience what I am looking at. I thought Dan Wong was taking a photograph of Craig Forrest. You but Dan read, Wong is holding his enough. phone <laughs> as fully <laughs> extended as possible spectacles. to look at Score Mobile and tell you what fixtures are happening in the Far Cup this weekend.
4: Well, Dobby told us
2: that Sheffield United are
4: playing Chelsea.
2: Yeah, so the quarterfinals are Bournemouth, Southampton, Everton, Man City, Chelsea, Blades, Leicester, Manchester United. That's a good one. Oh, Let's start with that one, shall we? Leicester, United, uh, at Leicester Sunday at 1 p.m. kickoff.
4: Leicester versus Manchester United at Leicester.
2: Yeah. yeah. Mm. What is Leicester?
4: Very interesting.
2: They're top four. We know that. They smoked someone last week. Oh, they uh, look good.
4: Sheffield United They
3: smoked. Yeah. Them. I mean, with Sheffield United. and Sheffield United are lambs of the slaughter now. They're just terrible. But Leicester are consistently efficient, which is the difference between anyone below City. Yeah. They're the only ones that are really like that.
2: Yeah. They had a bit of a blip recently, but that's the first of the season, I think. Leicester, I mean right?
3: they started funny. They lost to Villa when Villa was that flying at the top, but they yeah, but 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 they are, you know, consistent. That's consistent anyone. That's a, that's why that we, one's a tough one to pick. And yeah. United is just coming I mean they played today.
4: They play tonight, yeah. But the thing with with a team like Leicester, who are very efficient as you said, they haven't got a massive squad and when you lose yeah. a couple of players like starting players that's when they have a blip, but um, he now come in and scoring goals. I, I he think, looks, I think he looks good. Leicester could win this, you know. I really do. I, I know do that see. United are going for a trophy, and Ole th- thinks that he's got silenced the critics a little bit. But they're through to the quarterfinals of the Europa. They're in the quarterfinals. Is this quarterfinals of yeah. FA Cup? Yeah. I just think Leicester. Like Brendan Rodgers has done a fantastic job with him. I really yeah. like the way they're playing. Oh, that I'm going to. So I'm
3: going to go with Leicester only because. United playing today, playing well. I mean, that's a hell of a result, and they're going to be on high, but
2: you know, it's a short turnaround. It's a short turnaround. Is a short turnaround. The record yeah. the it record, is. Sun is
3: Sunday, but it's still. The it's Europa still,
2: League team's records the weekend following the matches is it's not good. poor, yeah. yeah. It's mm-hmm. very poor. Leicester 2 0. All right. You got a scoreline there, Craig? 2 1. 2 1. All right. Leicester progressed to the semifinals. finals
3: Oh, you got another yeah, he, host he, he's now, He's full time huh?
2: now. We didn't just dis- right, really?
3: We didn't discuss like, what well, am I just marginalised to just? Oh, come up with segments and you. If you bring technical equipment, oh. I just brought a 32-inch television it's into kind of, the garage. Kind of why That's the only on. reason. That is not in the end to drop the age. Yeah, to, the to age, lower the yeah, age yeah, for yeah, HR. Yeah, all all right, right, you have a very
2: care. strict What's HR pick? Chelsea. Oh, sorry, Lester or Manu? I'm
3: going one-nil Foxes.
2: All right. It's. Are you? Without Without doubt, the Leicester. Yeah, everyone's going for the Foxes. Advancing. And that's not not a
3: blip on United either. That's just the circumstances. But it matters more to United, I think, to finish second in the Premier League than to do anything else. I do.
2: Yep. They have one cup. Well, yeah, but it's it's not so much uh, that. uh,
3: It's just they're coming off, traveling, emotional. Good emotions, obviously, but I think that plays a part.
2: All right, Chelsea, Sheffield United. At Chelsea, at the Bridge. Yep.
3: Chelsea three 0 Maybe four.
4: Mm. Well, I go against the grain here a little bit.
3: Really? Mm. Come a on! Draw. <laughs> You're not going to yeah call a draw? Sheffield on penalties?
4: Ta- yeah, Chelsea are not. With COVID, I'll have they done
3: – I don't know. Have they – if it ends in a draw, there's do no they reaps. do – There's no, no replays, right? It's just penalty S- – Straight penalty to penalties. Yeah.
4: Okay. Sheffield United in penalty kicks. There you go. I'm against
2: them. All right. Hear that, Dobby? I'll Hope be right. happy about that. Blades over Chelsea according to Diccio.
3: 0-0 all Chelsea the Chelsea 2-0. No.
2: All right. Everton Man City. This is a juicy one too. I mean, Everton have already come back down to earth, I think. Yeah. I've said that a few times this year, though. <laughs>
4: Man City Man City again for the quadruple and I think they have a very good chance of at least getting the triple um, City 3-1 ooh
3: convincing
4: the quadruple the wrong I know, and I, Pickford's I out
3: definitely get the triple
4: mm-hmm.
3: Pickford's out as well yes City win the game I'm just trying to think Is it 5 or 6 0 yeah <laughs> no
2: 2-0. City.
3: I'll go 3-1 City.
2: 3-1 City? All right. So the, the quadruples are live, according to these facts. No respect to Everton. All right. Uh, and now the highlight, the big one of the weekend, Bournemouth-Southampton.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it is on the a south a coast. Fuk. It is.
2: Ralph Hasenhüter gives a fook. Oh,
4: he got a From uh, What's it called? Oh, sorry. I thought you were talking about Ralph Kruger. You got uh, Tic Tac, yeah. no. wrong right. sport. Teacher. Wrong sport. Ralph Kruger. Kruger a
2: was at Southampton, though. In fact,
3: did he? Yes. Kruger from the Sabres. The the Sabres, Sabres listen, they they only lost him,
2: yeah. twelve straight games, so I thought it was a little bit
3: harsh. Honestly, though, Ralph Kruger is one of the most incredible stories in sports, Absolutely. but also one of the most incredible Canadian stories because he became chairman of Southampton. He was just fired as the head coach of the Buffalo Sabres. Yeah, he's. A hockey coach by trade, he was behind the bench of Edmonton at one time, wasn't he? But he is in that world, the scholastic world of academia. He is like a elite leader, and so he'd become friends with the woman who owns Southampton, as you know, leading all of these Mm -hmm. sessions and that, and training future leaders and billionaire type types uh, to get that job, and then to show back up in the NHL in his early sixties. I think is just incredible. Insane. That's. There's a book. He, there. was a, he was in Southhampton. He was in he was for a while. Have we dissected Ted Lasso on this show? Not yet. No one's but watched we will. it apart from me. I've watched you it. You
2: have. I know you have. Have you watched it? So yeah, oh, you have now. Okay.
3: You you two haven't. I'm suddenly You yeah, haven't. Yeah. yeah. No, I've watched oh, it. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: Okay. okay. So only Craig hasn't watched it. JC, you watched it. Say so yes. Say yes. 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 Ted Lasso. Just Craigston hasn't watched it. It's uh. Like you've watched you like Ted Lasso. It's, a, it's yes. excellent. I watch Ted
4: Lasso every day that it's on, whatever day that is.
3: Well, what are you, living in the 90s? It's on demand, It's man. on demand. You watch it whenever you want there,
1: JC. This is correct.
3: What
2: else? <laughs> Apple Plus, yeah, Granny Smith, well, no, Fiji, ben, Red. You know, JC's really good Nigel, and Nigel hasn't got um, the usual um, interweb. Offering. He right. He's still got a big dish on his roof. BBC World News, that's it. Um, it's actually, Ted Lasso was surprisingly amazing. I thought it was so good. I, I heard
3: it's exceptional. It's exceptional. No, it was... It. It's it's crazy, it, honestly. I, I left For anybody right every yeah, episode. Yeah,
4: yeah no, but you like sports, so all. Yeah. my matter. missus liked it as well. She don't even like
1: football.
3: We know because it's it transcends. It absolutely transcends sports. The best takeaway and the craziest thing I left every episode feeling like I needed to be a better person. Yeah, and if you know anything about the character, just from the YouTube clips, did you really? Beyond drugs, that's what you felt right. leaving that.
2: Yeah, you really. To be a better person.
3: Well, the, that that's what Ted leaves with you. I thought I couldn't give a fuck.
2: Well, there' Maybe are more people.
3: of a sign of the person that you are currently. Huh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, it's just not helping some people, right? Dunny? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, honestly. I did, the fact that they were able to take that commercial, which was clearly a skit and a limited thing, and to, to make it so much more, the, the character depth, the writing, it truly is incredible. It's a very, very good show. And I'm glad that... Did you too?
2: Uh did You
3: I, well up, at least. I didn't, but, but well, I'm quite show. limited to what I cry <laughs> what, about. What part...
2: When I died. cried, <laughs> it, then when yeah, he died. The murder-suicide. <laughs> Fuck off. He doesn't, he doesn't, does He doesn't Spoiler die. Yeah. He tops himself yeah. in the showers. <laughs> really? Spoiler. Well, I believe hanging that. Hang in there, the third one from the right. There are some things about... Well, if, he's,
3: if he's in football long enough, everybody's got a chance of hanging from the we gotta, shower. We've
0: got to finish
4: that game. Which game? Footy picks. Sorry. Oh,
3: Southampton win that. Three to one.
4: That's, a, that's actually a South Coast derby. Of course, it's That's a very
3: so game. H- Harry Rednep
4: Toby where he lives down there. That's on the, right. On the coast. Right in
3: between Bournemouth and the Southampton. And Cherries, and Portsmouth. Cherries v. Saints. Yeah. What a title. And he was
4: Portsmouth as well. Did you hear that he put his availability to Portsmouth this week He said, I will work for nothing? Oh, wow. On one account. And it didn't come out in the press what he asked for.
3: Peter Crouch and Jermaine Defoe <laughs> up front.
4: <laughs> Portsmouth said no. They've actually hired someone pretty good. Dan Cowley.
2: Have we, um, given Southampton. Away? Okay. Wait,
3: wait, what did he tell them? He was, what was did the condition? I don't know.
2: Can uh, we guess? Can we, can we speculate? Yeah. Okay, let's have a quick go-around right. of what
4: Harry Redknapp asked for. Reading lessons. So he was not getting paid. He asked for one
3: condition. I know what it is. I know what it is. You guys are all blind. No press in the parking lot, so he can just drive away in his Land Rover, unobstructed.
2: Um he must be allowed
4: to bring his dog to work. So I was going along the same lines. He is going to work and not get paid, but the club are going to pay his dog in another account.
2: Uh, yeah, okay. That's, that's definitely Harry all over it, that one. Craig, <laughs> yeah. look, he's like that. that. Du- is that what D- they said he's, he tried to do? No, we're, we're guessing what
3: yeah. his condition oh, was. Then oh, come out. Christ. Oh, Jesus Christ. We are recklessly speculating, like, Craig. Oh, okay. Keep up, oh, that's man. That's so Harry. Keep
2: up. <laughs> that actually, actually could be what he does. Yeah. yeah. You know Harry better than anyone here, Craig. What is Harry's uh, demand? What was his <laughs> so crazy condition? Paid.
1: Gold McDonald's card. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He wants
3: a helicopter pad put next to the stadium yeah. so he doesn't have to deal with the and traffic. And a
1: gold McDonald's card. That's
2: it. Helicopter that's the pad. The helicopter pad. <laughs> it could be anything. Away.
3: Are there any helicopters like around Pompey ever? It's much Just the traffic cam would fly a helicopter. I feel like that's not exactly like helicopter travel territory. No, there's some. there's some rich
4: people that live the where he... Yeah. I forgot what the, the road's called. It's called Sandbanks or something like that, Craig. It's like a million, millionaire's like road. Yeah, it's like the richest... The, the Riviera, the
3: yeah. English Riviera, they call it. And he lives it's there.
4: expensive property, yeah.
3: Remember when the police came after Harry Redknapp for his taxes? Mm-hmm. I mean, they came over the walls. So there was like 30 police coming over the walls and cameras catching these guys. So over the top. got his computer and everything. It's like... It's like I grew couldn't hold them done. before they wasted their time and, and Harry
2: isn't... Using a computer. No, right? In, in the investigation, he came in and Listen, I, I, I can't type. I can't. Yeah, he said I didn't even know i how to turn read. it on.
4: Yeah. And it's true. Yeah.
3: But that's why you guys brought me on board because Wonger suggested Twitch and uh, Dickio was like, No, I've got over that. I don't Twitch anymore. Yeah. I've yeah.
2: stopped shaking now. Yeah.
0: <laughs> why did so, we bring that on? I I don't know. <laughs>
2: How long has this been going on for today?
0: Oh, a long time. <laughs> Ready? An hour and a half. We still gotta Jesus. wait for his last beatbox oh. to close up. Oh, the, that's right—the end of 40, 40 picks, picks. Oh, yeah. and that was
2: 40 picks for another, another week. Is that? It?
4: Did we yeah. all guess? Yeah, I say self-help. Yeah, I
3: will go. I didn't pick. I'll go with the cherries. We don't care. <laughs> cherries one 0 <laughs> I just, I just want to hear Deech close it out. Close it out, Deech. Get to the mix. Get to the mix.
4: It's all about the picks. It's all about the picks. It's all about the picks on Forty
2: Garage. Oh, I feel so urban right now. So Can street. you say that? Why not? I don't know because you're
4: the
1: whitest guy here. Well,
4: that's nothing to do with
3: that. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not, not a racial weird. thing. It's
1: about that. It's very it, urban. Oh, it's
3: not racial. You're he's right.
1: white. You're right.
3: We are in the middle of the city. This is about <laughs> as <laughs> urban as it gets. He's oh, right. Italian.
2: Well, you white. He's a little swarthy. Today.
4: Did it count as white? What do you count yourself as? I count myself as a human being. I say it's all the same race, my friend. Yeah, that's right.
2: <laughs> all <laughs> equally worthless. Cockney. You're a little bit Thinks more of worthless. As a than
4: cockney. Me. You're a rich white rugby boy. <laughs> <laughs> that's right.
2: <laughs> Private rich, school. Rich shaman. You know, Private yeah. school.
3: Poshie rugby yeah. charman. Yeah. Why don't yeah. you get on your equestrian horse and ride back Listen, to the ranch?
2: I didn't grow up in the house of a race car driver. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, I guess that's the end of the show. uh Dunlop, welcome. How's it been so far? Uh, it's thanks. been lovely.
3: Thanks for coming. It was great to have you. For you know, your career was <laughs> awesome, and thanks for signing the contract for the, Good luck in your future endeavors. For one episode, the one episode for one hour, and you've actually stretched it out for another half hour.
4: We've gotten so. tied down now.
3: You're with as us. short-lived
2: as it was. Thank you very
3: much for having me. Even though you were, it was forced upon you because. My dad, your only fan on Facebook, wrote you a letter and said, please get a fourth host.
2: Please, Brenner's not know. doing well. He's been defined by his career his whole life, and now he has no career. Give him something, anything. It's funny because it's true. Sure, Mr. Punners. We'll help you out. Amsterdam beer is a really good beer. We're all enjoying it today. Thank you very much. Amsterdam. Blue Yeti microphones. Blue Yeti microphones. They're so blue. They're so Yeti-ish. They sound crystal clear. DeanBlendow.com. Dean, thanks, pal. We love sharing the, uh, the airways with you.
4: charman's propers, gets a free talk.
2: Ooh, do we today? Well, nice. Done. Two locations. You should do yeah, that more, can by the way. The markets and can't. the Danforth. <laughs> Congratulations, by man of Kensington,
3: on now serving Western Toronto. So, the de- is the, has the delivery range changed? Are you reaching it's
2: expanding all the time? When we go, we go as far as Etobicoke, and pretty soon, oh. Nudge Nudge wink, wink, will be a lot further than that.
1: Oh,
3: have you made a deal with Hazel McCallion to touch Peel Region?
2: Is that the deal? Windsor,
3: <laughs> you're going Windsor.
2: Oh, uh, who's going to stop at Windsor? Why the stop pe- at Windsor? The people still live in Windsor. That's where he's from. <laughs> oh, my dad lives in. <laughs> <laughs> Retired race car drivers live in Windsor. I wins. didn't send a joke there Brenda's expense.
3: Windsor, historically, the cheapest real estate in the entire country.
2: Is it really? Yeah. In the, more than like the East Coast.
3: You could buy a house for the price of a VCR. I had a friend buy a house in 2002 for $60,000. In 2012, he sold it. He listed it for $65,000. You know what he sold it for? $53,000. Because every time you get up in the morning, no matter where you are, you see Detroit. <laughs>
2: That's the selling point. At some point, it's going to burn down, though, right? Detroit? Yeah. It's it's Detroit is it's thriving right so if now. You're buying, if you're buying uh, t- uh, yeah, real estate now is is in Windsor... The, the
3: buildings are actually fine. They are oh. built well. They are built 100 years ago. It is like empty. But they're empty.
2: Well, yeah, but it's re- recovering. Is it thriving now? No, yeah. it's yeah, absolutely yeah, it's thriving. thriving. What's, what's thriving mean? Investment. What, well, massive investment. Investment downtown. Flourish.
3: Home values are normal Succeeding. now. What are it's we talking about right safer? now?
2: Jesus Christ. Detroit systems are bad. Detroit real estate. Well, the Pistons
0: played come nowhere in Detroit. Last night. They were-
3: I would love to do a road trip. and If we did a road trip in Detroit, we would end up at some, you know, some I said almost a facility, but some establishment, and you would think you were in Seattle, honestly. Uh, well, last time I drove around there before the pandemic, I couldn't believe it. My friend was telling me, he was from Ottawa, I want to go here, I want to go here, I want to go there, drive me about. And I looked at the address and I'm like, are you crazy? I'm not driving the car in which I own in any of these neighborhoods. He's like, "Well, why not? What do you think is there? Why would I lead you astray? What would I think would be here? I don't know what you think is there, but I want to go to this store. Like, look, I'm driving. If, if it doesn't <laughs> look comfortable, I'm just going to keep going." He says, "Okay, absolutely. I couldn't park the car fast enough. These neighborhoods have been totally revitalized and gentrified. It was unbelievable. It it really felt like Seattle, which is not at all what it's it felt like. Pistons way trip when the Raptors. Yeah, but it. they play actually." play. There's the no new one, place where they play. Where new. Yeah. yeah. Um, as far as the staff of the Raptors go, best place in the NBA. Yeah. Little Caesars Arena. Not so much the arena, just around it, the restaurants. Yeah, it's yeah, nice. We strip on Woodward. Yeah. Played, yeah. It's, like, it's, wealthy. Like, it's a wealthy too? area of uh, Michigan. They have a uh, soccer team in the suburbs, in the Hamtramck, Detroit City FC. They're in the pyramid on whatever the lowest kind of end of the pyramid is now. I think they've just made the move from semi-professional to professional, but the absolute mm-hmm. lowest end. Um, I think MLS needs to put Team in Detroit, but I'm hugely biased.
4: Maybe with Sacramento pulling out?
3: Should be. Absolutely, should be. be. Motor City, City. FC? Motor City. Ooh, Sacramento's pulling out. They have, yeah. yeah. Oh, no, can't have 37 teams in Major League Soccer. Whatever will they do?
2: Okay, hey, so road trip to Detroit is confirmed <laughs> when they open the border. Yeah. yeah. So this time next year, maybe. You okay, Craig? Yeah. Cool we talking. Though. Craig's a pro. He has, he has got through a massive burrito during, during this podcast. He's got through about three I, I forgot. i was just
3: thinking well, I might get an a on the way
2: home. <laughs> imagine why you're hungry.
3: <laughs> Do you know what A&W stands for? I don't either.
2: <laughs> is she asking the question.
3: Great oh, I radio. If anyone no, knows, I think, what, I, do. I think I do. I think yeah. it's uh, the two two last names. I think it's Allen and Wright. I think
2: that's boring.
3: Yeah, Ooh. I know. I think it is pretty
2: boring. Allen and Wright.
3: Allen. I think the last guy's name was Allen, and the other guy's name was Wright. Man, he
4: used to play for Aston Villa, a little fullback, yeah. Allen Wright.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Ian Wright was pretty good Made too. A hell of well, a burger. Yeah. I was thinking
3: of Ian Wright. I have <laughs> not, not thought of Allen
2: I like Joe Allen tenacious yeah, in the midfield. I will have to check that. Bit. Yeah, well,
3: right, guys, that's this, right. this
2: this extra yeah. has six, gone on six, six, and, six gone, and gone on and gone on. the garage encore. So, for those that were offended by uh, Nigel, uh, he's, he's he's going nowhere. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but um, he uh, will reappear next time uh, next week, I guess. All right, everyone done? Are we finished? <laughs> yeah. Happy March Madness, everyone! Thanks, everyone. This is Footy Primer slash the Footy Garage. Until next week, bye bye. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets,
3: fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being fifty to eighty percent less
2: than similar brands.